what a summer. What an incredible summer. And yes, that's my little shout out to Roy and HD who are also back on the airwaves. There were no fires over summer. Uh, there were bits and pieces of COVID here and there, the odd lockdown, uh, the standard litany of GWS Giants injuries, Whitfield, who can't breathe because of his fucking liver, um, sauerkraut's done his hamstring or his shoulder, his shoulder, I think. Stormy did his hamstring. Jesse Hogan, he did his hamstring. Everyone's favourite heel, Toby Green, is now the vice-captain solo of the Giants. Um, and that's literally, I guess, one-fiftieth of what's happened over summer that we've got to talk about. And here, for the first time in many, 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 many months, to wrap it up and tie it in a bow and gift it as a present to the tsunami of supporters of Orange Glory for 2021, it is we, the squinters, we are back. Happy Monday. We're well-rested, as Ragnar Lofbrock has mentioned in an email to us, after a very good summer of sweet F.A., uh, I am Needles, just Needles, uh, and I'm joined by a few squinters here and a nice cameo. Uh, down the bottom on my screen is our, the squinters squinter on the inside, our own mighty giant's deep throat artist, Bubs. G'day, Bubs. How are you, mate? Very good. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Needles. Thank you for the introduction. Deep throat artist, that it could be... Uh... Used in many different ways. What's <laughs> also we've got our rugby giant who saw the orange light is our born again Aussie Rules fan. Um, that you've seen the beauty of Aussie Rules Sparrow. Happy AFL. Yep. How are you feeling? Yeah, up and about, mate. Up and about. Um, pumped for the kickoff. Well, the uh, well, it's not a kickoff in AFL, but whatever it is, next weekend. <laughs> I'm fully rested and uh, ready to go for season twenty twenty one. Good man. And joining us for the first time, and hopefully not the last time, it's our own alt-left progressive troll who's linked to the squinters only by the incessant drivel of shit that he keeps pouring <laughs> into my Whatstagram, uh, particularly after the 29 grand final. And because he's the creative genius behind that sick squinters graphics that you'll get when you download the podcast, um, he's also responsible for the funniest Facebook post I ever saw after the Tigers lost terribly for 2017, which he just basically put a gun next to a smiling emoji face on his Facebook status update. But since then, it's basically been all's beers and skittles. And it's um, Penny Wong, all the way from Tasmania. Penny, welcome. Uh, thanks very much. Um, I'm actually, I mean, I'm a more of a Richmond supporter, obviously, but... Um, obviously, you've got the grand final on in the background <laughs> and you're wearing a shirt. But I, I do have a soft spot for GWS and um, I've had... Uh, I'm in a draft keeper league fantasy football team, and I've had uh, Cogs and Toby Green in my team for the last eight years, I think. So, man. Yes, man. last year must have been good for you. Uh, You're accepted. <laughs> um, just give you give us a little quick a bit of a, rap, a rundown. You're a you're a club pillar of the University of Tasmania Rainbows. Uh, yeah, I've been at the Rainbows Uni Rainbows for about ten years now. Um, you pulling on? You, you broke your wrist terribly, your arm terribly about three years ago. Are you playing again this year? Uh, I played in the practice game last week. I had uh, two kicks and a handball, so it was a pretty good day. <laughs> that was better than my last game. Just building up to a big uh, second half of the season, I think. Excellent. Um, and quickly, I mean, we ask everyone, what's your Giants origin story? <laughs> uh, good question. Um, I, as I, I think I alluded to that, but I think, Really, when I picked up this kid, uh, 
Stephen Canelio in my uh, fantasy draft. And I, he seemed like a bit of a nobody, but he certainly kept me happy for most of the last eight years. Um, that's probably what, what got me most excited about the Giants. And I always, yeah. I always want them to have so deep. <laughs> deep, thanks, Penny. <laughs> and, then, and then 29 really worked. 2019, everything was happy. Once finals is on, like, you don't get points, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, like I've mentioned, there's a fair bit of content that we've got to work through, and I really, really want to open the floor to just ask you guys questions. You can just do a lot of editing later, mate. I will, but at first I'm going to make it mostly about me because I've got a few things yeah. to get off my chest. you got a new song, um, don't you? No, I don't have a new song. I, I, we've got a new theme. But I just wanted to reverse to our last episode, which is number 37, the Tigers versus the Cats. We talked, we did a grand final oh, yeah. preview. Um, and I'm going to bring it up. I'm just going to go to the predictions that we predicted at the end. Okay, we're going to go. Norm Smith. Barrow. Woo. Okay, yeah. Norm Smith, where you're watching. Winner is Geelong. Predict by how much? Geelong, Geelong? by 20. Uh, uh, what's his name? I reckon someone like Guthrie will get it if Geelong win. Menengola. Where are you watching it, Sparrow? Uh, on the couch or at Four Pines. Oh, you lucky bastard. Okay, Richmond be watching by at home. 35 points. Dustin Martin will do it again. And I'm going to be on a mate's couch. I'm just going to repeat that and then I'll put that in. Richmond by 35 points. Dustin Martin to win the G, uh, win the Norm Smith. What, what, Penny, was the actual margin? I don't remember. <laughs> 32 points. Who won the Norm Smith? Oh. Dustin did, yeah. <laughs> I see. I predicted something. That's needles. You're predicting. Would have been better if it was 35. <laughs> Two out of two. Um, I've got another announcement to make. Well, actually, I've got, I've got to uh, give an apology to Tanner Bruin. I actually love everyone with an interesting name beginning with T. I think they're great. I was a little bit, when he was drafted, I was a bit fucking Tanner Bruin, but he went and kicked four goals, jag, no worries. And so I'm all on the Tanner train. Um, so just to let you know, I've also found a new favourite player. player. Yeah, um, be careful. No, he's not. Tanner Bruin's not my favourite player uh, because I want him to stay at the club. But I also want this new favourite player got? to stay. Someone near the end? Will Shaw. Okay. Will Shaw. I don't know him. So. Late draftee. <laughs> Deneloquent, born and bred. Like yeah. this guy. Yeah, you Excellent. always need a Riverina boy. Fucking Zach Williamson from Narandra. He was, he was flattering to the sea. He was pissed off the carton. Shaw, Is he Denny, part of the short favourite player. Um, I hope he has a good year before he leaves. Or <laughs> he just gets... Is he related? Dropped. No, he isn't. Related? Oh, good. Okay. As far as I'm aware. <laughs> He's all um, yours, mate. He's all yours. Yeah. I like that. So, so needles is the um is it is the Williamson banter or is that? <laughs> well, he was my favourite player. Just be Williams. Zach Williams. Is it Zach Williams? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Williamson. Yeah, right. That's why. See, well, when you get when you get putting that on the Facebook stream, Bubs, I wondered what what point you were making. I didn't get I it. Thought, I thought Zach Williams played really well on uh, in the practice game. He took someone's head off. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah, Zach Williams. Yeah, related to Zach Williamson. Um, and also well, Phil, Davies. Phil Davies as well. We've got a few. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just we'll muddle through. Uh, we've got an, a new name for our supporter fan base, which was the Giant Appetite, and then became, I think, the Orange Rumble. It's now the Orange Crush, because Giants oh. crush people. And also, there's an REM song from the late early '90s which is actually called Orange Crush. The lyrics aren't particularly <laughs> supportery, but Hang on, it's a Harry, great song. Can you unpack this slowly? I'm trying to keep up. No, so no. The, the, our supporters are now the Orange Crush. Okay. Because yep. that's what Giants do. 
we crush people. But also, there's another angle, Needles. Crush isn't Crush one of our big supporters on the on all the Giants chats? He's the um, I you know I think he might he's an Indian guy. I think he's Indian. Oh, but he's, he's one of the epic supporters. Crush, yeah. Crush, Crush, Krishanu. Perfect. There it is. Yeah. I mean, wheels so within wheels. In a few different yeah. angles. Yeah. It took me three like years that. to get there. That's what I was doing all summer, just playing REM songs, <laughs> waiting for one to fucking come out. Um, Krish, Krishna, Krishnakan, Maru. Krishna, big supporter. Crush. Big supporter of the pod, apparently. It was. Well, there you go. And, I mean, maybe he's almost as big as Ragnar, but we'll get to Ragnar's novel uh, later on. Um, Sparrow, did you just want to give us a Narrabeen Pigeons update? Yeah, they're going well. We had a good win last weekend. Yeah, a win. Similar to, right, I was similar to Penny Stats. Um, probably maybe three kicks, uh, a couple of handballs, and plenty, plenty in the ruck. But we're 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 travelling along nicely, mate. Uh, and a, a standard obligatory rainbows update. Looking good for the pre look after a strong preseason. Looking good to take Tasmanian Hobart uh, football by storm. I think I think we're we're looking extremely good. Uh, we've picked up a lot of new players, and uh, some of the other clubs are struggling a bit for numbers. I think, but we've got. 40 or 50 players for two teams. So uh, I think just on the, the amount of people we have, we're going to go very deep into finals. Excellent. And very seriously said, um, Penny, I said a lot of people that you're like a really funny guy, but maybe it's just when you talk <laughs> stuff as opposed to when you talk. Um, but, I, mean, yeah. I mean, the footy club's serious business though. So Early days, I guess. I want to yeah. joke about the footy club. <laughs> um, but that, that is not at all a segue to what we've all been watching except me over the past couple of days, which is the new Amazon. What is it? I did it my way or what's it called? Uh, no, 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 making my mark or making your Making mark my mark, making yeah. Mark. And, and Penny, mark, you, can you mark. just give us a quick review before I uh, refer to your message that you sent me a few, oh, a couple of nights ago? What is that Serbian film? Is that a really good, funny, positive film? Uh, no, it's probably the worst. Actually, a funny story about that film is uh, my brother took a girl on a date to it for a first date and hadn't read the blurb about it and just turned in, you know, that's how it's fun. It's a fun name. Let's go and see it. And it's one of the most grimmest films you'll ever see. Like it's, it's about, you know, pedophiles and uh, mm -hmm. mental illness. And I can't, I mean, I can't explain, but it's, it's, it's the worst film you ever see. Right. Um, so it's called a Serbian film. And the context of that is, I got a WhatsApp. I've almost watched all of Making Their Mark and it is very good. But if you're a GWS fan, I suggest watching something like Hearted First, like a Serbian film, because it's not a fun journey. Um, Mums are right. Romac had a... Romac had something to say about that, pretty much that he thought it was quite good. He didn't want to have any spoilers, but the first few episodes were going okay. Um, mm. A few comments about this Bubs and Coco and Mal Michael not entirely <laughs> satisfied with Cogs. Could you just give us a little bit of how Cogs <laughs> came across Bubs? Keep in mind Cogs is oh. a avid listener. Imagine being oh, in a bubble yeah. with that intensity. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I start? I um, You're already <laughs> cringing. You haven't even talked about it. You're cringing on the couch. I am. It's fair to say I, I'm one episode in, so... I am um, I am nowhere near Penny Wong's knowledge on on what happens. He's watched it twice. But I, but I, the... but I, but I obviously know how the season panned out. Um, and the first episode to me, I I found it quite cringeworthy a few times. And 
a lot of those moments were surrounding Cogs and, and when Cogs was addressing the team. And he, 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 you know, a bit of a spoiler, if you haven't watched it, tune out I now. I haven't watched it. Did we win that game? I haven't watched it. He brings a philosophy out where, you know, the, the first training session where he's got all the boys together, he's obviously been named captain, um, taking over from um, Phil uh, and, and Callum. And... He, um, the, he pulls out a statue out of almost a suitcase and there's, there's sort of three poles on, on, the suit, this? You know, on the statue. A trophy or a statue. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, it's symbolic. And the first one is stone. And his, his view on that was, God you know, the past is set in stone. You know, yeah, the, yeah, the past is set in stone. There's nothing you can change about the past. Let's embrace what's happened. You know, so that... That's fine. You know, this, the second one was wood, which is malleable, and you can you can Perfect. make it into what you want. And and that was all about this season, and and making mm. the wood in you know basically move you know making the wood into something for for um for the future, and, and essentially the future is in our hands as players. And the final mm. one was just like a glass cylinder of of nothing. You know, it was just this literally a glass cylinder. And it was, you know, put your future dreams in, in there. And look, as I'm explaining it to you now, you, you, you may think that, you know, it sound that all sounds pretty reasonable, but oh, it, it doesn't it, necessarily. If you were watching, if you're there getting ready for your first training, after after getting after getting absolutely poleaxed yeah. by yeah. Richmond. How, how would you describe oh, what happened in the 29 grand in the 2019 grand final as Senator Wong? Oh, uh, well, 2019 it was pretty good. It, it was hard. I don't know. Yeah. As, as, as an external player, Penny, I'd be, I mean, I don't know whether I was cringing because I'm a, you know, I'm a giant supporter and I love it. And, and that, that, that kind of philosophy doesn't quite resonate with me. And, and I don't think it resonated with me when I played footy. Like I, I didn't love that type of philosophy, and and the what is that type of for me? Philosophy? Well, it, it, the, the closest, you know, when I think about the last couple of years and how, uh, you know, and and I guess what I've watched and and with the sporting teams, it, it was the closest to Justin Langer's uh, elite honesty chat for me. Which again, I, I don't know if any of you guys watched. Um, what was it called on Amazon? Uh, the yeah, the on. show on Amazon about the Australian cricket yeah. team, but it was it was JL was going on about a elite honesty, and it was for a lot of people it's cringeworthy. And 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 when I think when you're a leader, if you're a super intense guy, you need to identify that you may be super intense, but not everyone else is super intense. So you know you can approach things differently, and not you know what works for you doesn't work for everyone. And oh god, I really struggled with. Cogs and when he was presenting that, I don't know, Penny. What, what did you? Uh, yeah, well, I watched. I watched the whole thing now, but um, certainly in that scene, I it didn't really work for me. And I think um, he felt he did feel like he was a bit out of his depth, and I don't know, he didn't really come across as the leader he should be across the the show. I don't want to spoil it, but um, I also found one of the things I really liked about the show was. You get a really good um, view of the coaches behind the scenes, and mm. um, 
uh, Leon Cameron certainly stood out as having a a different style to the the other coaches that probably not not something I would be into. Frank about it. Tell us. Spoil it. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're, you're going mean, straight to Leon. Well, I've I only think, one episode in. So yeah, my initial I mean, criticism was on Cogs. I haven't had yeah, much, Cogs, much input Cogs from, like, from he's such a he's, a he's one of the best I think he's the best, probably the best player in the common. And certainly when he's you know, he's, he's close to the best. But he he obviously had a difficult year and I think you know, we'll wait. Hopefully, it was you know, it was a it was a different year for everyone, and and maybe he just didn't um, cope with it very well, and maybe and hopefully he bounces back. But I found Leon's coaching style across the whole season across the whole season was hard to. Um, it didn't feel very modern, I guess, in compared to the other coaches, and you know, I think that like the statue is a, an example where. It felt a bit cringy, and and all the all the coaches with their language are you know very much about you know belief and looking your mate in the eye and you know all that kind of little bit wanky stuff. But there's that kind of line between what Cogs does, which is maybe a bit too, I don't know. Actually, turning it into a jerk circle. Yeah, and and too many metaphors. Yeah, I don't know, and you know some of the other coaches and, you know, like they've got the Adelaide coach who obviously Adelaide finished last and um, GWS, boys. I think finished around the same spot as, uh, sorry, Gold Coast finished about the same as GWS and, you know, the, all the coaches are in basically the same situation, but um, Leon just doesn't, it doesn't feel like he coached with it very well. But that being said, like, you know, there's about 10 minutes of footage of Leon coaching in the whole seven seven episodes so you know it's yeah interesting penny interesting a tiny bit we're, we're going through it to a lot of different elements here we're, we're having a go at cogs's um management style where we've we've jumped over to leon um in both of their defense had covid not fucked everything yeah we started very well and uh and we started very well off the back of this weird metaphor, three, a wooden thing, a glass yeah. beaker, yeah. and something else. I don't um, think. I don't think the statue and, was the problem. The statue was just a weird. Yeah, thing. The statue <laughs> was weird. Yeah. I some couldn't other, follow it. Some of the other players did some weird stuff as well. <laughs> it's not that. We're, but in, in Cobbs's defence, right when you when you take over captainship. Are you you're drinking out of a Richmond Premier Cup penny? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck. Thanks, mate. Thanks. In Cogs' defence, right, he's got to find his own style and yeah. it came across a bit weird, a bit intense, uh, a bit too out of the textbook. But, um, you know, had everything not fucked up and, and we were locked in a fucking cabin with cogs and it all just blew up and we've got Lockie Ash from a farm in fuck knows where just going mad and 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 Jazza not being able to fish and everything going to shit it'd all be a different story and we'd be probably saying look cogs of styles fucking amazing and it's awesome and yeah yeah there. no I, I I kind of agree with that Sparrow and the really good players and really good players grow mature into being amazing captains and, and I think you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to pull a coach or someone like that, but I, I do think yeah. players that 
a lot of pressure on themselves, which, which clearly I could see Cogs doing. Um, I do think he's going to grow and mature into that. So I, I do think, you know, I'm optimistic about him becoming a better better captain. And, I, and I, what I was really optimistic about was when Toby became vice captain because I, I, mm. I mean, my, my, my spiritual leader. View, yeah, my personal view is I, at this present time, I think Toby would be a great captain and Cogs is the quintessential vice captain. You know, that, you know, follow me, boys, I'm going in where Toby's that passionate um, leader. I, I actually think that's a really nice combination. But, but either way, I, I think we're getting closer to a combination that would really work for us. And, and when mm. I, I, I listened to a few um, sort of podcasts of, of the, you know, 3AW and some of the, um, some of the Melbourne. Yeah, you mentioned Hita had a good Melbourne look. ones. And yeah, and, and Hita did. But the, the one I'm pointing to is, is I was walking, getting home getting from work, getting the bus, the 442 back to Balmain on, um, on Thursday, I think it was. And, and Phil Davis was on. And uh, I think it was either Jared, Jared Whateley, I think was interviewing or it was either Jared Healy or Jared Whateley. Um, yeah, Phil Davis wasn't on the bus. You were on the bus and Phil Davis was on the bus. I pod. was on the bus. No, 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 no. There was an interview on, on SEN no. on 3AW. And, um, and, and they asked him, is it all, you know, is it about the grand final this year? And he was like, we're not talking about the grand final as a, as, as, as a, as a team. We're talking about, um, you know, being competitive and being consistent. That's really important for us. And at the time I was like, I was like, what the fuck? You know, like, why the hell aren't we talking about winning the grand final? Um, but then after watching the first, and I'm only one episode into the, to the show, it kind of became clear that the intensity of what the bubble was last year for this club was, I don't think it was conducive for everyone. So I think yeah. my impression early on is just they've taken a bit of a step back and said, okay, let's, let's reassess and let's tone down the, the intensity and enjoy footy again. Um, yeah. And I think Toby and Toby and Cogs is a really good combo for that, for that kind of leadership. Oh, that's, that's kind yeah. of how I, I, I've taken it. Interesting. And, um, but you, you, not only we listened that you watched the giant swans game last week. Yes. I did, yeah. Giants kicked yeah. away, got a few goals. Swans came back and then Giants kicked away again. Toby, five, Tanner, four. Yeah. Just to, just give you a quick one and a half minutes before we go into that. Um, I didn't even see who Richmond played. I don't care. Did they win? Uh, yeah, we played played uh, Collingwood. and uh, had oh, a- oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> did you give it to them? <laughs> were Collingwood shit or were Richmond really good? Who won? Uh, I think uh, it was fairly... It was. Reasonably close in the end, but we looked miles ahead better, I thought. Um, was Mason Cox elite? Uh, he was. He was actually pretty There was controversy that he was rated elite Penny. or something like that. I thought. No, he was Penny, pretty good. Was say, pretty, pretty yeah, Penny, I've just discovered Dylan Grimes via the um, interview that Damien, fucking what's his name, did on AFL.com. He is an absolute just... He's, he seems like such a nice bloke and a good player, yeah. Dylan Grimes. Like, he's yeah. top shelf. Yeah, I think Richmond have done a really good job of uh, making sure most of our players have things outside football. And Dylan has a farm that he, and I don't know, like a vineyard or something. And if you yeah. follow Instagram, he's, you know, chasing sheep all day. 
I think I think it's good. I that must really help. <laughs> that, that's we have a bit, character building. A bit, a bit of perspective, I think, that really helps us. So yeah, yeah, no, he he, he comes across as top shelf, like oh. I mean, but if if you look at all Thank kind of the, the the preseason sort of predictions and the top eights and who's sliding, like the Giants are all all on every prediction, the Giants are sliding. They're in no one's oh, yes. top eight. Um, Hang on, Mungrel <laughs> Punt. Hang on, uh, yeah, Mungrel right Punt. Was, that was a very gently positive. But Bob, shout give out it to, to um, shout out to who wrote this fucking thing? Probably one of us, was it? Anyway, <laughs> we're number three on the Mungrel Punt. So go on, continue. Did we look? Did we look good, Bubs? We did. Yeah, we did. I mean, we had we had, we had multiple avenues going forward, which which was my my big concern was was how he looked forward. And, and I actually think we looked really, really good. I think Toby, Toby was dangerous. Tanner was... Himmelberg was bustling. And Riccardi was positive. Like, uh, Finlayson only came in in the last quarter, but he played kind of a second ruck type role. Um, but I actually think we looked quite dynamic and, and it didn't kind of worry. With these practice matches, it, I know consistency has been a big problem for Giants forever. But it, you know, in when you're inconsistent in um, practice matches, I'm I'm less concerned because you're, you're taking off your best players for periods of time, and it's it's about getting some kids to play. But when we had our best players in, Taranto, Hopper, we were excellent in the guts. Sammy Taylor in the back line was incredible, and to Ooh. me, it was it was one of those. I'm going to talk about Sammy Taylor. I was like, thank fuck he's back because I think he really releases yeah. Haynes, and and when Phil Davis is back. Phil Davies is back. He'll, um, you know, he'll quite, he'll release him quite well. So I, I just kind of, I actually thought we looked quite balanced and, and less pressure on us. And I thought Cogs played quite well too. Um, so mm. I, did you, any did anyone else watch it? Can anyone else? And and yeah, and the final <laughs> one I would I would, um, I would talk about is uh, Briggsy. So is that is that oh Bredzy onions or no is that Bredzy Bredzy no Bredzy 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 um. He's like a miniature mummy, like no, sorry, not miniature mummy. That's exciting. Fuck, that's exciting. He's a big-chested kid from Pennant Hills. Um, you know, got the shaved tick, head tick. like mummy, but 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 he um, he, he held himself against the West Coast uh, ex West Coast uh, ruckman. Does anyone recall Hickey? what his name? Hickey. Ex, Hickey against Hickey. Tom Hexton killed her and ex West Coast. I I actually think Bredzy had him all all game. Um, and, and Bredzy rucked the whole game. And, and when he switched off for our second ruck, Buckley came in, who we saw a little bit of last year. Who's and fucking Buckley? Buckley? <laughs> who are these? You know, Who's Buckley? He, he, he played the last five games. Did he? I've, I've heard of him. I don't know what he looks like. but What's his name? Jack Buckley, is it? Is that him? Uh, Bubs quickly checking, just quickly, checking. the beauty of Zoom, quickly checking website. Everyone, <laughs> get to the internet. Oh, well, we got him. Jack Buckley, I think is right, yeah. Buckley. Jack Buckley, he's the, um, he's he, I think he's the son of the chairman of the Kangaroos. Um, right. Who, um, but he, he played Lightning. like five games last Lightning. year and he was, um, he played the second ruck That's role tune, yeah. and he was fucking incredible. Like, not so much right. as a tap ruckman because he's not a, that's not his real role, but just on the wing and just getting into the right spots. I was actually really impressed. So, look, overall, so, yeah, I know it's a practice match and we don't want to read too much in it. And and to be honest, I was pretty... No, I read heaps into it. 
was pretty yeah. embarrassed. Well, did did, did Lockie was... Ash go? Did, did Lockie Ash yeah, go? He, he was he was good. Yeah, he he took the game on a little bit more. I think with heater out with heater out of the team, I think it frees up Ash a little bit to be a bit more attacking. Um, yeah. and I I quite like that. He um he backed himself, which which is really positive. Um, and Tommy Green in the guts was also uh, he just a truck. Yeah. And and, and going back to that year. that interview with with Phil Davies that I talked about <laughs> it's earlier, in your head now. I know he um when he was talking about Tom Green, Phil Davies said he's the mm. best player that he's ever played with below his knees, the cleanest. Mm. Okay, I mean, did Matthew Flynn the 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 home uh, he injured himself. He's rolled his ankle two weeks ago. He rolled his ankle. He, he could be back for round one. Right. Um, so, so do we know who's got the play. who's got the nudge between the breadsy and onions? Flip. Who's the better ruckman? Um, onions. Mm. So I think onions will okay. come straight if he, if he's available, he'll come straight. In. And mummy's mummy's just back back. He's on the on the back I shelf suspect, now. Is he? I, my my you know my view is if Bruce comes good by mid season. Then mm. it's all it's all up to Flynn really. Like if Flynn's okay, he'll hold. He could hold down the rucks at ruck for most of the season. If we have clear, if we if we don't have injuries in our rucks, I don't think Mummy will play this year. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. And if there any, what do we think of the orange strip? Because I love it. I loved it. I love the black. I love it. The black. Mm. The black. Oh, because it was black, black with. Yeah. The black looks real good. Oh, it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and just oh, just you can burn orange ridiculous. everywhere. It's a really really good one. You're just leaning in. Orange is a shit colour, but it's a great colour. And let's just have it everywhere. Fuck off the white. Uh, we know. I think we look great. Well, that's very very positive. Um, Sparrow. Oh, actually, uh, Bubs, for They're the benefit of the tape, could you just say Sparrow? Sparrow. No, say it a bit more chirpily. Oh, Sparrow. Sparrow. Excellent. Sparrow. Um, now you just spoke over him. Do it again. Sparrow. Good. Did you see any of it? Did you have it? You've got any views? Uh, I've uh, not watched. You're a Tanner man now. I, I love Tanner. Tanner um, man can. But I have not watched it. I've been madly um, reading as much as I can today about where we're at. Um, I actually started watching the Amazon thing, but no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch last weekend's game. All I know is. There was a couple of fans who were not happy with being positioned in the sun, looking into the sun, squinting. <laughs> it blew up on the Facebook fan chat. And Michelle Clark was not happy being positioned on the eastern side. And that went on for quite a while on the fan chat. Did. So, Honestly, like, oh, it was massive. someone... What is stopping someone from walking around to the other end of the ground where there's nobody sitting and sitting in the front shade? Apparently a lot. Look, <laughs> it went on. It's like if you walk around, I've got a two and a half year old daughter. If you take actions to solve a problem, then it immediately undermines the problem. But if you sit there and fucking crack it, everyone well, knows it's a problem. And someone well, else like, fix character that. building. Yeah. Do you want to go to bed? I'm not fucking going to bed. I'm going to sit here. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to lie on the ground with my bum in the air and my face on the oh, kitchen yeah. floor and fall yeah. asleep and you can all just fucking learn the lesson. Yeah. Look, it's March, it's fucking hot, but there's something character building about it. And look, when we're all squinting into the sun, 
in the 2020 final against the Bulldogs. Look, it was beautiful. Um, it felt like that. But anyway, Michelle's not happy and neither were a lot of the other people. So that You're was right. my takeaway on the uh, <laughs> trial games. Michelle was um, happy. We've got St Kilda this week, haven't we? We do. Round one. Yeah. Before we go to the the game and a few little tidbits, what are the predictions? We're going to structure to this. St Kilda look good. (laughs) I will probably tip St Kilda, I reckon. Um, Okay. So you can't like. No no ruck. Uh, They've got got some good ex Richmond players, and so I think that'll go all right. One. Um, who, who have the Tigers got, just in case anyone cares? Uh, we always play Carlton round one. Oh, that's right. Oh, blah, blah, yeah, blah, lock blah, that, lock blah, that blah, in. Move on. Move on. <laughs> now, we'll, are we St Kilda here or St Kilda there? Uh, we're Saturday, Sunday Arvada at the Beanstalk. Oh, we'll yeah, we'll just have them on toast. Yeah. Um, no, I think we're, we'll smoke them. We'll definitely smoke them first round. Uh, well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not can I just ask who, who who kicks the uh, 50 goals that Jezza no longer kicks? Not that Tanner. he did last year, but um, Tenner. <laughs> that, that's my problem. That's my big um, big problem with uh, season 2021. Is how do we get those goals, Jesse? Is Jesse okay? Uh, is he gonna ever be not in? No, he's, he's, no. Yeah, he's, bust, he's busted for a few bloody few yeah. weeks, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but you've asked for a suggestion. That's my suggestion. Yeah, you're just throwing it out there. That's yeah, good. I mean, I could say Phil Davis. Spitballing. We're spitballing. <laughs> Tanner. Fucking Tanner. Uh, like, who's the Toby, Toby, Toby Green will kick fifty if he stays in the forward line. Yeah, he will. He probably would. Toby, Toby can kick a few. But he's going out a couple of times and injured three times. So Riccardi, Riccardi. Can he kick 50? He's played Discuss. four games. Compare and contrast. No. Exactly. <laughs> is, is the answer. Um, and if he does... Let's get his stats. Unreal. Um, I, I, I'd, I'd make one other observation from the game on the weekend, which I think do it. Do it. suits us, is the longer quarters, I think, suit our players. You know, Josh Kelly, mm. Lockie Whitfield, kind of... When he's got a liver back. When he can breathe, because he doesn't when agree with running. Breathe, yeah, but I, I really think that that um, the court, like one observation I made from the game was, fuck, it's long. Like, and, and I know that's normal, but in the last twelve months, has been, it's been bloody rapid and it's been quite short. And it, and yep. I mean, I haven't loved watching the football because I found it too defensive. But I think the actual. Um, the longer quarters is probably something that could actually be pretty positive for us. Is that a good goal, Kester? Sorry, was that a good goal, uh, Penny? I mean, there's so many good goals, it's hard to know which, which one it was. Um, that, that's actually interesting. That resonates yeah. with what some, someone else said, Bubs, that, you know, two-hour game, boom, turns into a sort of a three-hour, three-and-a-half-hour game. Mm. I've done it, it's actually really different. I don't know. Penny, did you, did you notice? It's... Have, um, they're having a longer break between when the goal's kicked and when the ball's thrown up. So the game goes still goes 20 minutes plus time on, but there's a lot more time on. So I think... More ads. Um, one of the games went... Um, had like 35-minute quarters or something, one of the practice games. Far out. That's fucking like, long. Like. Sounds like too much. I'm glad I don't play 
that long. I've done the maths. I've done the maths on Riccardi. He's going to get 41 goals this year. So that's close to the 50 that Jez has uh, taken away from us based on his current averages. So well, that's the, stats. The, um, that's data. The, the other observation that I'll make in in um, in Jezza leaving us is is you know as we've seen it's you know when you have these key players leave clubs it's not a, you know it's made out to be the end of the world by the media at the time but Ooh. as we get on through the season it's you realise that when you have multiple avenues to goal and Richmond will probably attest to this is that you get a lot of variability going into the forward line and, and it's actually harder to defend in, in a lot of times. So I think, you know, when you've got, I think Jezza leaving and, and, and it's, and I, you know, by no way in the means of saying it's a positive, but I think it creates variety, which we haven't had for a long period of time. So that's always good to have variety when you're coming up against new teams for a new year. So I think, you know, if I look optim- I'm a bit of an optimist, but, um, but I, yeah. I can see the positives to it. I'm an eternal optimist, but I feel like we've been circling around this issue. Very much your shtick. Uh, we started at 8.30. Um, we're just cracking into this now, and it's a pain point. Um, it, did you get him? <laughs> mosquitoes. There's a bit of a tape. Mosquitoes. <laughs> Jezza leaving. That, that is gutting. That is gutting. Jezza leaving. Can we just acknowledge the pain and the, uh, the yeah. no? Well, I'm actually more. He struck me as a front runner. I'm more pained by Zach leaving per, yeah. personally. Like, yeah. Well, this is the part of the process. This is the grieving process. No, no, this get, is just get it out. Get it out. It's like get it out. I, I was gutted. I, I think there's about there's about fifty thousand Concord um, primary school kids that are just kicking rocks, saying, fuck you, Jezza. Life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking well, giants. So it's like, it's like the airing of grievances. What was that Seinfeld episode? The, uh... <laughs> well, there, was, there was an episode, One Division. Um, yes, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, but what is love? No, what is grief except love persisting, <laughs> Barrow? And there you are, mate. Just you can, you can still love him in the horizontal blue stripes, but... He was a front no, runner. Well, he he kicked goals when we were winning, but he never wrestled a game back for us. I don't. I thought uh, Zach, Zach Williams going would, was much tougher. But you know, like when Brett Delidio left Richmond, obviously to do <laughs> that was a very. It's like <laughs> you spent so long Win for you. cheering for your players, and then when they go, it, it fucking sucks. Yeah, and then you win the grand final. Well, that yes. should work. That should actually <laughs> come <laughs> off really well. Penny, that that actually. Your injection tonight has just paid dividends. Thank you so much, Penny. Yeah. So I was going to put all your your money on it. Think about when Buddy left Hawks. Mm. I think they won the premiership the following year, didn't they? I mean, there was a good article about that actually last year from from Hodgie saying that when Buddy left, obviously it made their forward line less predictable and more options and yeah, yeah. Um, so that's us this year. The only difference, of course, is that they'd also won the grand final that year and the year before. <laughs> we um, it's, a, it's a small thing, and you know, Richmond have, they pulled in a really good uh, forward to to yeah. look after their other established key Legit. forward. It seemed to have paid off yeah. for them. I the mean, kudos is, for Geelong. Uh, Geelong are not looking for the future. They're just going. We're going to take everything now. And just give it, mm. just get, get everyone. Isaac Smith, Jeremy Cameron, some other. Who, there's another guy who's 
But Geelong have been doing that for 12 yeah. years or something and winning that, how many? They won three or four premierships, haven't they? They've won so many semi finals, <laughs> haven't they? Mm. Yeah. So many semi-finals. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, I hope it works out for us. Okay, everyone. Uh, thanks very much. Could I just have your attention, please? Everyone, squinters, uh, the gentlemen, they recorded a little bit too long, so they've just gone off to have a little bit of a break, and they'll come back tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. So it's all good. Look, please, Romac, up the back. So I know you've got four children, and you're busy... Maybe you should have brought a fucking television like I suggested. You just button their lips and pay attention. Mal Michael, you shouldn't be drinking that. Again. Look, so the second half of the pod is going to be out tomorrow morning, but I thought we're just going to read a little bit of a story to get everyone ready and in the mood for 2021. It's a lovely little book that I picked up somewhere. Uh, it hasn't got an author, which is interesting. And it also, as far as I can tell, hasn't got copyright. So that's really, really good. It means I can read it now as opposed to all the songs that I play. Um, it's got lots of lovely little pictures and it's called A Giant Grand Final. So let's read on, okay? Page one. Oh, and there's a photo of all the team. That's excellent. Uh, Phil's got long hair. That might be Dill... Anyway, the guy with the Donny Rush head, he forgot his name. Okay. In 2019, everyone thought the Giants were ready for premiership glory. The Giants had tried really hard in previous seasons, but they still couldn't make it to the grand final. And look, there's a picture of Rory Lobb looking really sad. The team started the season well with Jeremy Cameron <coughs> kicking lots of goals. He kicked so many goals that he ended up winning the Coleman medal. It's great for Jeremy. But then, two of the Giants' best players hurt their knees and they couldn't play for the rest of the season. There's a little picture of Cal Ward with a big batch of ice on his knee and Cogs looking a bit sad holding his knee on the ground in the shitty wide away strip. Wardy and Cogs were both very upset but their teammates supported them and made them feel much better. There's a picture of Phil and Cal having a big hug. The season was nearly over and the Giants weren't playing very well. To make it worse, they even had to play in the snow. Hawthorne also had to play in the snow and played really well. With all of their injuries, the Giants had to rely on young players like Timmy T., He's doing the, the ball thing in this picture. Uh, Stormy, porn star, his nickname is in this book with kids, and Bobby Hill. Working together and playing as a team, they made the finals. In the finals, the Giants won against the Bulldogs. One. Smashed them. Then the Lions, and there's Stormy, just kicked his goal. And then the Magpies and Combine Harvester and Jezra having a big hug. And they made the grand final. Everyone was very excited for grand final day. 
And here's a picture of them running through the banner. A small step, a giant leap, one heck of a tail. We've earned the right to lift that holy grail. Didn't spend a lot of money on the poetry, I see. But unfortunately, the giants couldn't beat the tigers. All of the supporters were still very proud of the giants for a great season. Although the giants were disappointed, they knew that next season was just around the corner and Premiership Glory was not far away. And that's the end.